Hey, Rusty and Heather Bryant back with another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about comebacks. And if you've ever heard any parts of our story, you know that our story, our marriage story, is one that is certainly a comeback. But we're going to be talking about what do you do when you can't come back. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. We're the Bryants with Three Strands Marriage Ministry, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Video Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We're not licensed counselors. However, we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. All right. Hey, everybody. Hey. This is uh, a little bit different for us because we're actually just doing the audio version today. It's kind of weird. It is because we're just sort of sitting here on a couch Mm -hmm. chatting to each other. And the dog is right beside you hanging out. But we kind of decided to try this because our podcast, the audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, has really been gaining in popularity and we really can't figure out the whole facebook and instagram algorithm thing mm-hmm. and so we don't really know when people actually see that and when they don't so what we're basically going to do with this one is we're going to really start encouraging everybody and pushing everybody towards the audio the apple podcast um, so that they can continue listening um, so another part of that is that to be real honest it's hard for us to set the, set up the light and the camera and mm-hmm. tripod and you know and then we have to look decent. Yeah, that was ha- always hard because we would get home from church, and that's of course the best time to do it mm-hmm. is right when we're home from church and we have on our church clothes and we look fine. But then we're, the dog you said always church like... clothes like we go to a church that has <laughs> church clothes. <laughs> But well, considering you know what, my job, I usually wear shorts or, uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah, I do dress up on Sunday. Yeah, and so today we got to go take the dog, and you took him running, and um, we got to be outside a little bit, and then didn't have to come back in and worry yeah. about getting clean. They can't smell us. Nope. So that's good. Can't smell us and can't see us. <laughs> so, so yeah, so we're just going to try that today and just see how... Um, how the audio version goes and um yeah so we're kind of yep. excited about that and we've got a great topic today i'm so excited about we, this we one. do have we do have a great topic but it's one that i have not really looked forward to talking about because i feel like um well i'm going to explain why i feel why it's kind of hard to talk about um but basically how this this topic kind of came about is if you if you know our story, um, you know that nine and a half years ago, um, there was infidelity involved in our uh, marriage, and we went through, you know, this obviously this massive um, healing process, and we came out on the other side of it restored and redeemed, and you know ours really is a a comeback story Um, but we also know that there's a lot of stories out there that don't end exactly like ours that's right 
and we even had some people um, you know to make you know comment on some of our social media posts and even send us emails and they, none of them were ugly they just said you know can you address what do you do right. what happens when our story doesn't end the way that your story That's ended right. you um, know we all like comeback stories mm-hmm. um you know the movies rudy and hoosiers and all the there's a hockey one i think where you know the underdog comes back and and there's um there's a win and we enjoy meeting with couples where we know that they're both fighting for their marriage Mm -hmm. they're both want to want to win and when we leave them we always think god they're gonna make it they're gonna make it because they're both fighting hard and they both want it so bad but then there's sometimes that we leave and we're not sure because yeah. you know one of the cut one person in the couple um, is not willing to do the work and is just ready to tap out yeah well you kind of led into this with those come comeback stories and mm-hmm. a few years ago there was a baseball uh, pitcher I believe he pitched for the San Francisco Giants his name was Dave Dravecki and they actually found a cancerous um, tumor in his pitching arm and he ended he, he he's a believer and he wrote a great store a great book it was called comeback and because he actually had the tumor removed and came back and pitched again but as a part of his comeback um, his at some point in his comeback not very long his arm snapped and when they went in the cancer had come back and they ended up um, amputating his arm and mm-hmm. this is a pitcher major league pitcher mm-hmm. that had written a book called comeback based on him coming back from that mm-hmm. and he wrote a follow-up and it was called when you can't come back and you know in that book he just talks about how it wasn't the comeback that he was expecting um, but in the midst of that, God is still faithful, and God is still in the business of redeeming and restoring, even though it may not look the same way for everybody. Right. Um, and so part of the reason why it's hard for us to kind of talk about this is because anytime we meet with anyone, no matter what the story is, we always believe that God can do a miracle, and we always believe that God can redeem a marriage no matter what has happened and so you know it's kind of hard for us to even talk on the topic of well you know it might not happen that's right um because our true desire is that everyone's open to a miracle and everyone is is racing towards redemption um and you know the bottom line is when we look at when we look at scripture we know that scripture said god hates divorce and so when we look at when we look at that scripture we believe that it is god's desire to redeem and um for there to be a comeback story but just like we said we we know that it doesn't always end that way and so what happens is is that marriages end sometimes and then what follows is just a lot of guilt and shame and i think that that like people can even listen to us and feel guilt and shame oh absolutely Be- because they they look at our story and they go 
well, maybe we did. Maybe I didn't fight hard enough. Sure. Or maybe I gave up too early. That's right. And how can I mean they have a podcast that's called the Redeemed Marriage Podcast, mm-hmm. but yet my marriage was not redeemed, that's right. and I can't. Well, and not only guilt and shame, but maybe blame as well. Well, if my spouse had been willing to do mm-hmm. this, then we could have blah 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 blah. So I mean, guilt, shame, and blame. Just, uh, you know, a lot of negative feelings and thoughts could come into somebody's head, even from listening to um, our story. Yeah, even listening to something positive, That's it, right. can, it can uh, play on their mind that way. Mm-hmm. And so what I really want to happen through the next, you know, several minutes as we talk through this is I just want everyone to understand and believe that God truly can redeem every situation. He may not redeem your marriage as you have known it, and maybe there's already divorce, and that's what we're going to talk about is that those things have already happened. But that doesn't mean that God can't redeem every situation. And so as I was thinking about this topic this week, the word redeem, which is our word, I mean, that's that's what our whole podcast is. And I kept thinking about that word redeem, and, and I... and. I kept wondering, well, what is the actual definition of redeem? And I had not even told you that we were going to do this topic, or this is the topic I wanted to do today. We go to church today, and my goodness, the pastor that was was, uh, preaching our church today started talking about redemption and the woman at the well. Yep. And he, he literally said, you know, I just went and I just looked up the definition for the word redeem. I had I, I, I sang this morning on the worship team, and when I was back in the green room, I meant to look the dic- up in the dictionary what the word for redeem was. That's crazy. And I'm sure Heather looked over at me because I grabbed my phone real quick yeah. and I took a picture of the screen because I wanted to put down exactly what the what redemption means. Yep. And so he did the work for me. So yeah, thanks, he did. thanks, Mike Bro. That's There's right. your shout out. <laughs> um, but basically, this is the this is the definition of of redemption. Um, there's four things to make something acceptable, to restore reputation, to atone for human sin, and to buy back something or to buy something back. So as we kind of talk through some of these different circumstances in marriage, um, I hope that everybody will just look at the definition of being redeemed and realize that first of all, God has redeemed all of us because he has atoned for human sin. That's right. And that's the definition of redemption. It doesn't matter the circumstances and what's happened. God offers redemption because he has atoned for he's paid the price already. That's right. And so we've all been redeemed because of what he did on the cross. Exactly. And yeah. so, you know, our the restoration that goes along with that may not look the same for everyone. Um, making something acceptable may not look the same, but that's all a part of redemption that can happen um, as you continue to follow the Lord and walk with Him no matter your circumstance. So so what I wanted to do is I wanted to just kind of, I guess, point out a couple of circumstances that we know could happen in a marriage, and when those things happen in a marriage, like, it's okay to get out. That's right. Um, and so as much as we want to say every marriage can be redeemed, every marriage, you know, can have a miracle, there's some situations where we just know you have to get out. That's right. That's right. And one of those is physical abuse. 
um, you're never supposed to stay in a marriage where you are being abused. And, um, you know, physical abuse is a very real thing. Um, you hear stories about that and you think it's not going to happen to anybody that you know and love, but it does happen. And if you are in a physically abusive relationship, you need to get out and you mm -hmm. need to, to get help, um, you know, and immediately. Somebody needs to know. Somebody needs to know and it needs to be immediate separation. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, of course, if you want to fight and see if that can be um, redeemed and restored, absolutely. But you need to remove yourself from the situation mm -hmm. immediately. Yeah. And, and, you know, those are the kind of things that we can't tell you when enough is enough and too sure. much is too much i mean like if there's any physical abuse mm -hmm. get, you you flee you That's run right. you That's get right. help and you get out of the situation and then like heather said there may be an opportunity for god to work a miracle in your spouse's life um and you may be willing you know to see that out um but we don't you know we don't want to be the ones that say, well, at this point, you know, you just, that's something that you just can't play around with that's and you right. can't mess around with. Physical abuse and mm -hmm. sexual abuse yep. alike. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and then, of course, I mean, the one that we talk about all the time mm -hmm. is the infidelity that's right. um, because that's our story, uh, but, it's, but it's the story of so many other people. And the scripture does talk about you know that that is grounds biblical grounds That's for right. divorce and again we go back to god hates divorce and so there are plenty of stories ours being at the top of the list because it's our story right. where we know that god can redeem even that situation but you know there's also the habitual the one That's that right. just the, the the spouse that doesn't change mm -hmm. and just mm -hmm. continues to betray and hurt mm -hmm. over and over and those are obvious opportunities and, and and it's obviously okay to get out of those situations That's right and you know when i think about um infidelity and and our story especially like i know um you know the bible says that that god never tempts us but he does test us and he puts us through test and i know without a doubt that when god knit you together um he knew that you would walk through that journey with me he knew that that would be a part of our story and i love that you chose to stay and you chose through that to give God glory through our story. Mm -hmm. And there are times where staying brings him the most glory, but there are times where it doesn't if your spouse is being habitual and other, or other circumstances. Um, but I love that when you look at our story, even in infidelity and, and even if you had grounds because of our situation, you didn't choose to do yeah. that. Yeah, and I think that's why we're so, um, obviously we're so pro-marriage and you know fighting through situations that seem impossible because we can look back at ours and go, well, I could have, I could have chose something different. Yeah. But man, I mean, 
obviously the life that we have now, our children, and just the fact that we're able to help people. That's right. You well, know. and it changed the whole trajectory of our family. Yeah, for sure. And if and if divorce had been chosen, it would have been split family. Mm-hmm. You know, our kids would have been under um, a roof that didn't have mom and dad under it. And so it just it wasn't just a decision that affected right then. Yeah. It was a defi- a decision that. Um, you know, effects. But I also know that God can get glory and God can use your story if you're in a situation where um, where you, you yeah. got to get out. So let's just run through. These are some scenarios that are just all too normal in our mm-hmm. society. I mean, honestly, it's probably where the minority is to, uh, you know, a couple that's just both in love with Jesus, both fighting for their marriage and everything's good. Instead, there's a lot of really normal circumstances. So we could do podcasts on each one of these. So we're going to go kind of fast. Yeah. And let's just say what they are. And um, it might be from comments and things that we want to expand, expand, expand on, on these topics individually. Yeah. So there's, you know, the one where, one spouse is willing to work. The other one is not putting forth any effort, but neither one of them wants to divorce. Yeah. And, like, that happens. And, you know, for for us, as hard as that is, you know, there are no—I mean, if nothing has really been done, there's no physical abuse, there's no infidelity— mm-hmm. There's really no biblical grounds for divorce. I mean, mm-hmm. there's the there's the easy cop out of I just want out of this. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what what we would say there is you you try to fight for your marriage even if mm-hmm. it's just one. Now, Heather has an entire topic that she mm-hmm. wants to do on this. So, we're not going to go into too yeah. much, but there's actually a book called Saving Your Marriage by Yourself. Mm-hmm. And or alone. Or alone, something like that. And there's mm-hmm. so, so many of you that are in that situation. And so we know that that is a very normal scenario. Um, and, you know, we just want to encourage you. We want to encourage you because we know how incredibly hard that is. Um, it's also very honorable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's something that if you need some help in that area, we would love to, mm-hmm. to help and journey with you. But... Um, it's a lonely place to be. Yeah. So you need somebody to walk with you. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then there's also where one spouse is willing to work, but one wants a divorce and mm-hmm. one just files for divorce. Yep. And I think that there's a lot of people that when they hear us talking, they feel really guilty in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but we completely understand that it's not always... Uh, a mutual thing That's and right. one is like man I would have continued That's fighting right. for this but I had no choice because mm-hmm. they left me. That's right. That's right. Um and so you know when that when that happens we want you to understand that God God first of all can redeem both of you individually but God can redeem you with another spouse mm-hmm. and another marriage and you know I think about we have a we had a, a couple in our small group not too long ago, and of course we won't name names, but in the first marriage that she went through, I don't know all the situations, but I would imagine there was probably physical abuse, there was probably infidelity, uh, lots of things, and 
you know, I think that she expressed to us that she tried Mm -hmm. and it ended in divorce. And my goodness, you talk about a redemption story. That's right. She met a godly man that had never been married. She Mm -hmm. had two little boys and now that man is basically their daddy. Absolutely. And it is a godly marriage. And so you just look at that and you can just, it's clear that God can redeem even a, a situation like that. That's right. Doesn't always turn out like our story. That's right. Um, but it's a redemption story. Yep, that's good. Anyway. Yep. Um, so uh, another one would be that divorce has occurred. Mm-hmm. Whatever has happened, you've both divorced. and I mean, you've, you've divorced, <laughs> but neither has remarried. Yeah. And, here, you know... The truth of it is that most of those circumstances, they stay divorced. Mm -hmm. But there's also some pretty incredible stories where people get remarried because God does a redemption Mm -hmm. work in each of their lives separately. Separately. That's right. And that's so awesome. There's a great book called I Do Again by Jeff and Cheryl Scruggs. They were married for 10 years. They got a divorce. There was some infidelity involved. And then like seven years later, they married again. We actually have two sets of good friends that live here in our community. Yep. That that's their story. Yep. And I mean, to, that's the power of prayer and the power of redemption and restoration. It's beautiful because neither one of them remarried. It's not like they got out looking for somebody else. The the infidelity was too much. They got out because they had biblical grounds to. Mm-hmm. And in that time apart, God just worked a miracle in each of their lives and, and brought them back together. And it's just such a beautiful picture. Yeah. I would say that doesn't happen very often. Not very often at <laughs> all. But, I mean, I love it. And, like, That's one right. of those couples, I have no idea if this led to that direction or not. But I went to lunch with the with the husband, and I gave him that book, I Do Again. Mm-hmm. and. Within a couple of years, they were married yeah. again. And, yeah. you know, who knows? But, um, and I guess kind of the last one, and then we, we need to wrap this up, but the last one is divorce has happened and remarriage has already occurred. Yeah. And I think that sometimes people will even hear that and go, wait a second, maybe I shouldn't have got a divorce. You know, I didn't even have biblical grounds for divorce. Mm-hmm. We just didn't like being around each mm-hmm. other. You know, all that can happen. And then you start feeling guilty. Well, first of all, stop because you don't need to divorce your current <laughs> spouse right. and try to get back with your other yep. spouse like that's no it's you know you have you have committed your life and your vows are now with this that's right. and with you're this in, new spouse and you're in a covenant relationship exactly um, with this new with the new person and that's who your um, love and your devotion has to be towards that's right and and even in that god redeems that can redeem mm-hmm. that marriage and your new life with a new spouse. And so, you know, I didn't even tell you this, Heather, but I got a phone call this week from a from a friend that I went to college with, and then we went to seminary together. And I haven't talked to him in probably close to 20 years. And he called the other day, and uh, I asked him where he was, and he started sharing his story with me. Basically, the, the shortened version is, is he was— um, a missionary overseas had two adopted boys. His wife went nuts, left left him, um, had an affair, actually got pregnant um, overseas, 
and uh, and didn't come back with them. Like they came back and and she didn't come back. Um, and of course, I'm not going to mention any names or anything like that. But he came back and and during his time of healing, um, he connected with uh, someone that we had gone to seminary with, and she had a similar story. Her husband had done something similar. Wow. They got married and now they're this blended family yeah. that's chasing after the Lord together. And, you know, that was my whole conversation with him was, you know, your story is not a redemption story like mine, but it is but a redemption it is story. A redemption story. Yeah. And I that's love right. that. And mm-hmm. I told him, I was like, your story can reach people that we can't that's reach. Right. Absolutely. Because we can't identify as mm-hmm. well with the with the people that that didn't fight through it and and come out on the other side like That's we did. Right. Um, we understand and we can identify with mm-hmm. them, but it's just a harder connection yep. for us. Yep. Um, and sometimes it's hard for them to connect to us because they look at us and go, well, I'm not like you. That's right. That's right. And, you know, one, um, one thing while you were talking about that that I thought of, one group that you don't have on this list are the people who are divorced and they're still single. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what that looks like as far as finding a future husband that loves the Lord and is seeking after the Lord without getting involved. You know, I've got a, I've got a great friend who's been divorced, and it's her, it's her heart's desire to be married again. And you would not believe the number of married men that hit on her. Mm. And so, you know, waiting for someone who is either single again or has never been married and wanting to make a marriage that honors God. And that's a hard place to be too. But yeah. he works redemption and restoration in those stories as well. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a tough topic, but it's also a very hopeful topic. That's and right. I hope that people that have listened today understand that your story of redemption doesn't have to look like our story. That's right. um, praise God, ours has come the way that it has, but mm-hmm. you can be redeemed no matter your circumstance. And so we pray that for you and for your marriage. And um, you know, as you're journeying along through these difficult circumstances, I hope that we can be an encouragement to you. And if we can help in any way, please let us know. And um, hey, as we wrap this up, don't forget. Be sure to rate that um, Apple podcast and be sure to review it and give some encouraging words on there because it helps more people to be able to see or listen. I guess. And subscribe. See, yeah, and subscribe. And, and share. All of those things. <laughs> all of those things. Um, but thanks for listening. And uh, hopefully, um, man, this is perfect because the name of our podcast is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. And so hopefully everyone after listens, everyone after they listen to this, feels like they have been redeemed Absolutely. and we all have because yep. of jesus um so keep fighting for your marriages uh, no matter the circumstance you're in and we'll talk to you next week next week